Hey, how's it going? This is the first edition ever of the Post-Traumatic Growth Podcast. Uh, I'm the host, uh, Tom McKenna. I'm a veterans advocate at Every Third Saturday. And, um, you know, I had to beg the question in a sea of podcasts and, and uh, different things that people can listen to and watch. Why another podcast? And I thought about it and I thought, I think we have something a little bit unique to say. I think post-traumatic growth is a topic that isn't discussed enough. And if you find the time to sit down and listen, um, hopefully you can get a sense of what a lot of veterans uh, and human beings, for that matter, go through when they experience trauma and how they can move through it and actually grow from it. So um, I'm hoping that this can be uh Enlightening. I'm hoping that we can have great guests on from time to time and that um, we can uh, just have a, a, a good, solid conversation about what's really going on. And that brings me to, to my first point. I'm just going to jump right in. Um, the myth about PTSD is that it causes um, so many problems uh, with veterans, uh, and specifically that it causes veterans to commit suicide. I, my amateur opinion, I don't believe PTSD alone in and of itself has ever caused a veteran suicide. I believe it's caused a lot of other behaviors. It's caused um, anger issues. It's caused uh, flashbacks, caused trouble sleeping, hypervigilance, uh, startle response. All these things are real. And PTSD is is the correct diagnosis, but the the real heart of the matter is that PTSD is a mental health condition that can be treated through talk therapy, that can be treated through medication, and um, I think the VA does a great job of dealing with PTSD. Um, there's other modalities such as EMDR, and we'll we'll get into some of those as we progress forward here in this uh, podcast series. But right now, I would just want, I wanted to talk about whether we're treating the right ailment, and uh, I don't believe we are. I believe the VA is excellent at treating physical injuries and is doing everything they can to treat the mental health conditions that result from military service. But PTSD causes externally focused behavior. It, it requires almost an external stimulus to create a response that in turn uh, points at an external. Um, and so all of those things that I mentioned, those symptoms are, um, you know, can, can really be problematic, but they don't cause the real um, hardcore issues like suicide. Um, they, I don't believe they drive a lot of veterans to uh, uh, substance abuse, alcohol and drug abuse. I don't believe that they um, cause a lot of the relational issues that we see in the veteran population. Um, it can certainly cause angry outbursts, can certainly cause um, different behaviors that are not helpful, especially in the workplace or in the family. It can scare the kids, it can scare a spouse, um, and, and those that love someone who's struggling with PTSD. But the medications and talk therapies really just help us to establish a tolerable baseline. It doesn't return us to ourselves. What it does is, is, is treat symptoms 
and uh, create a baseline that is tolerable for everyone. Where we're not too angry, or we're not too depressed, or our symptoms are not too problematic. We've we've managed to dull them to the point where we they can be better managed, and they're not quite as um, you know they're, they're not causing those injuries in our lives that are um, hard to uh, hard hard to fix. So, um, but it never truly gets to the root of the issue. Uh, and, and the root of the issue is that trauma occurs in the soul. Um, you know, the effects of trauma, I should say. Um, trauma happens to everyone you know, throughout life. Um, some big, some little. It's not all about combat. It's all about um, trauma in a vacuum. And as humans experience that trauma in that vacuum, how, um, how we react to it um, in our hearts, in our souls, and the effect that it has. That's the core of the problem. That's the roots. Um, this, the symptoms are the, are the trees that, that we see and the branches and the, and the, the kind of rotten fruit that we see. But uh, those symptoms, we just manage them and hope that we can live life in a way that uh, makes it okay, you know, not too bad. Um, a lot of times you'll ask veterans who have struggled, um, how you doing today? I'll say, fine. I'm doing fine. And that's a lie. They're not doing fine. They're hurting. Um, they're, they don't want to talk about it. So they're just saying whatever it takes to not have the conversation. And, and that's, not, that's not a healthy place to be. So that's where the concept of post-traumatic growth comes in. We're taking that inevitable trauma that's going to happen. Um, it, it has happened and maybe in childhood. It may uh, have occurred in, in the military or post-military. It may have occurred um, you know, as a kid, and then it gets exacerbated by military service. Or, um, you know, it, so there's all kinds of chronologies there that can, that can occur, and everyone's is a little bit different. But um, the the overall um, picture is the same, and that's that what we get to choose is not whether trauma happens, it's going to happen. What we do get to choose is how we respond to it, and that's what post-traumatic growth is. It's a different approach to trauma recovery, and it's an approach that says we're going to acknowledge the past, we're going to acknowledge what has happened, but we're not going to stew in it. We're not going to live in it and ruminate on it and let it control us. What we are going to do is take it and use it as fuel to move forward. And, um, and so we kind of talk about, um, you know, I touched on it a little bit of what constitutes trauma. Um, it's a big question because if you watch movies and, and, and different things, uh, you'll think it's all combat related. You know, it's all full metal jacket or jarhead or uh, the hurt locker and, and, uh, and it, it's it's not that most times it's not combat related at all. Only about ten percent of the military serves in actual combat, and and so um, you know with with PTSD rates approaching fifty sixty percent, um, you know it it can't possibly all come from combat, and so uh, it can be from a variety of causes. Like I said, it can be it can be childhood things that you bring with you into the military. It could be. Um, a training accident where you see someone injured or killed. It could be a betrayal of trust by 
um, a, a peer, or it could be a betrayal of trust by a command. Um, a lot of people will say, "I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at the army for what happened, for what, how this went down." And that's that's a betrayal where you you trust in the entity that um, you know to have your best interests at heart, and it turns out to be something different. Um, it could be uh, military sexual trauma, which is awful and uh, happens uh, at an alarming rate, or a physical assault, where um, you know it, there's certain power structures within the military, certain uh, corners of the military, so to speak, that um, physical violence may be part of um, the experience of being in that particular unit or being in that. Um, that that corner of the military, and so um, you know, it can come from all kinds of ways. It can it can be um, you know the guy who was supposed to go out on a patrol. He's gone out on patrol thirty days in a row, and they finally said, "I take take the night off. You've 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 gone out too many nights in a row." And the guy that takes her place uh, is the one that that gets killed by that IED, and and that's a that's a wound to the soul. You didn't experience that physically in a in a, in, a, in a proximity sense, but what you did is, is, is it shakes your whole belief system. Why, why did that happen? That was supposed to be me, and that's really what what we're talking about when we talk about trauma. Um, it's not all about the, the the Hollywood type explosions and and firefights. So, um, so. What we want to do in this in this podcast and why it's worth doing is because we want to look at what is the way forward. What do we do um, if we acknowledge that we have these traumas, we've experienced things, and uh, we can we can take a good look and say, "All right, um, I, I I'm, I'm going to go there just long enough to look at it and see what it's about." But we're going to go forward. It's always a forward-facing direction. And the movement's always forward-facing. Even if we fall down, we fall forward. And uh, so it's a different thought process. Uh, some some people can fall into victimhood, like, woe is me. I'm, I'm afflicted with PTSD. I'm a victim of what happened. And it's easy to say um, I'm a victim when you're getting sympathy and, and treatment and everyone is telling you something happened to you. Um, it happened. It happened, and that's that's what's important. Um, it, whether we analyze it as as something that happened to us is really um, a question that we ought to. Each individual has to ask themselves: Do I want to frame it that way? Do I want to look at it that way? And so we want to be strengthened by um, by the things that have happened to us, not weakened. So, um, in 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 essence, what we're talking about is a different kind of wound. Um, it's 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 not physical. It's it's what's called invisible wounds is a phrase that's used sometimes, and that's appropriate. Um, what it is is a wound to the soul, to the heart, to the soul, and and so um, VA acknowledges that this exists. Um, they don't. Just brush it under the rug and, and and say it's not a thing and don't worry about it. Um, they have a term for it called moral injury. 
and and, and they've struggled with definitions with um, whether it's a diagnosable condition whether um, you know how to treat it if you can't diagnose it and um, none of that really matters uh, they're doing what they can but it's really not um, not a new thing um, it's been called shell shock it's been called soldier's heart battle fatigue PTSD every era has its own name for it um, we are proposing um, that really what it is is a wound to the soul and let's call it that let's 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 be upfront about the fact that human beings are mind body and soul and that doesn't have to be a religious context although faith can be a, a great helper in um, moving forward from some of these wounds but um, it does in a spiritual sense we all have a soul and I think it, at the end of the day we can all acknowledge at least that fact that, that there is something inside us uh, that is more than the physical. And so um, when VA calls it moral injury, that's fine, uh, absolutely fine. Um, but we have to um, agree that the problem is there. What we, can, we can debate what to call it. Um, what what the, the big question is is um, how much is this contributing to the veteran suicide ac- epidemic? How much is this contributing to veterans' substance abuse and uh, marital problems? The divorce rate amongst the military is absolutely uh, outrageous. Uh, and, and divorce rates for veterans is not far behind. And so um, it's, it's not PTSD. It's separate. It's different. Uh, they can coexist. They can co-occur. But PTSD is not a soul wound, and a soul wound is not PTSD. Um, and really, there is overlap, but the difference is PTSD causes, like I said, anger, hostility, flashbacks, hypervigilance, um, increased total response, nightmares. What soul wounds cause are anger, uh, are guilt, shame, the big, huge uh, anchors that we wear. Uh, that weigh us down and keep us in a place where we're just not healthy. Um, shame is a huge, huge thing, and guilt is uh, deadly if it's not dealt with. Um, and so, um, you know, it doesn't just affect the veteran either. Um, family members can have soul wounds. I know in, in my family we we call it secondary PTSD or the secondary soul wound, where it, it's basically... Loving someone with a soul wound is incredibly difficult and causes soul wounds in and of itself, not intentionally. That's the last thing someone with a soul wound wants to do is cause someone else harm. That's a whole different type of mental illness or, or, or condition. Um, you know, the, having a soul wound doesn't make you a sociopath or a psychopath, but, um, you know, that, that secondary condition amongst those that love people who struggle with soul wounds is real. And it, it has to be talked about. And so in this podcast series, we'll, we'll talk to family members and, and see what they see from their perspective through their eyes. It's a very unique perspective. Um, and so, um, you know, one of the worst cases of, of affecting those around you is when a veteran commits suicide. 
and I've seen it firsthand, um, the, the effect that it has on those left behind is absolute devastation. And it is um, t- incredibly difficult to watch and experience and, and to uh, see the, the wreckage left behind when uh, someone commits suicide and leaves their spouse, leaves their children, leaves their parents and, and siblings behind. Um, you know, it is, it is, it is a gaping hole. Uh, talk about it being a, um, a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And that, and that's true. That is exactly what that is. And so, um, suicide is something that we will talk about, um, as we move forward. Um, and so, um, what is the answer? Um, we believe the, the answer is post-traumatic growth. It's an acknowledgement that struggle will happen. It will happen. It, it happens to all of us. Some big, some small, um, some with, with very impactful consequence, some with minimal consequence. But it happens to us all. And so if we can acknowledge that and say, I'm okay when struggle occurs because I know I can grow from it. Instead of it being a chain reaction back to your trauma, instead of it being uh, links in a chain where um, someone betrays your trust in a small way today, it brings you way back to that immense betrayal of trust that occurred um, 5, 10, 20 years ago. And so um, we really, um, you know, we talk about Vietnam veterans who are coming home from Vietnam and getting spit on. That is, that's a betrayal. And um, that is a soul wound that, that results from that betrayal. And so many Vietnam veterans carry that around. And, um, you know, we'd love to get in front of, of those Vietnam veterans and, and, and say, listen, they were wrong, not you. The people that spit on you, yelled at you, called you names, they were wrong, not you. We, so we're re- reframing the, the, the trauma. And we're reframing how it looks. And um, it, it, it takes a little distance and it takes a little... Um, commitment, hard work to look at situations and um, and acknowledge that it uh, wasn't your fault or or maybe it was and you made a mistake. But to acknowledge that it was a mistake. You didn't do it intentionally. And whatever happened um, was not was not something that you intended to happen. that's a that's a different scenario. So um, so what we at ETS want to do uh, through this podcast and, and through the work that we do is, is, is we want veterans to feel supported, connected, and empowered. And we do that in different ways. Um, but, but really, if community and camaraderie uh, and, and connection are key because you have to have a support system. You can't fight the battle alone. If you try to do it alone, you're going to get buried and you're going to get crushed. And so, um, really, um, thinking about, uh, your support system, who's around you, who can you be vulnerable to, who can you trust, which is so difficult, um, but absolutely necessary. You have to, you have to try. And so, um, we, we seek to, to build a, um, not an organization or a nonprofit or a, uh, some kind of entity, a corporate entity. What we want to build is a community. 
where veterans feel that support, that connection, that empowerment. And so, um, so PTG or, you know, the post-traumatic growth is the antidote to soul wounding. It's, it's the way out. It, it's, it's the old, the old saying, if you, you're down in a hole with a shuttle, shovel, don't keep digging. Um, and, and it's time to stop digging and time to, to let us throw you down a rope. Uh, and pull you back up, pull you out of that hole. And then we can look at what happened. We can look at the why of everything. We can look at, um, you know, the who and, and the what and, and really come to some reasoned conclusions on, you know, hey, made a mistake or that wasn't my fault or it simply was out of my hands. And, and so, um, you know, we want to give give that empowerment back, it's, especially when people have felt defenseless or, or really uh, attacked. And so um, at the end of the day, like you said earlier, um, we're, we're treating the wrong ailment. When we talk about veteran suicide, substance abuse, relational issues, we're treating the wrong thing. We're treating PTSD with medication and talk therapy. But we're not getting to the root of anything. And so we got to dig down into those roots. And that means you got to get dirty and sweaty and maybe a little bloody and get down, um, you know, into, into these soul wounds. And, um, you know, we at, at ETS and through this podcast, we're here to help. And hopefully um, we can hit on some topics that are um, helpful to people who are suffering and, and maybe gives them, it takes courage to um, reach out and, um, you know, find that support system and, and work on, on the issues that you're experiencing. It, it really, it takes a lot of guts to do that. And it's not easy, but we're here to help. And uh, hopefully this podcast helps a little bit along the way. And, um, you know, we're just excited to get it going and, and to um, introduce maybe some new concepts that that uh, don't get mentioned a lot. So thanks for listening. Uh, like I said, this is the first inaugural. It might be a little sloppy, uh, a little um, some some ums and ahs and a little pauses. Um, we're not going to edit those out. I'm going to leave it as is and and go go with it because um, that's that's who we are. Um, we're we're a little bit dirty and a little bit bloody and a little bit sweaty and. We don't mind getting a little bruised up and um, we ain't pretty. That's for sure. So um, that's, that's the first ever post-traumatic growth podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm uh, excited to get feedback on it and uh, please don't hold back. We're op- open to um, any kind of constructive criticism, critique, um, you know, suggestion. And so uh, give it to us and uh, look forward to, bring another podcast to you very soon. Thanks.